Minifans, welcome back to a special edition of Minifandom. Bit of a last-minute one. I'm out and about recording from my car, but, you know, there's no rest for the wicked because this producer race it continues to captivate a nation. Well, not just a nation, but a series of nations, if you include Canada and Australia and I'm sure all the English Minifans. And I've got on old friend of the show, Minifandom listeners will remember, uh, Joe came on Minifandom after his appearance on the main show. Joe, how are you? Uh, ben, better manners, but uh, I'm okay. I'm getting through it. Yeah, you reached. I reached out to you. I wanted to get you on to discuss what happened in studio today. Um, you said to me, uh, you just had a short window now after a, a yoga session. Did Hot you have yoga to just session. sort of go and zen out after such a stressful morning uh i've been doing hot yoga on and off for about a couple of years now i'm back on it so i was gonna go regardless today but it definitely helped uh relax myself after that uh shit show i put on this morning yeah yeah so i guess um do, do you want to give your perspective on being thrown out of the studio within about half an hour of the show no, no it was it was about 50 minutes in 50 yeah. minutes. Uh, so originally Dave reached out to me Monday morning because I did not listen to the full episode on Sunday when he brought up uh, the pizza guy from Central Mass. I was using that audio to kind of fall asleep. So I didn't hear that until later that day. I mean, later that Monday. Um, so so I do you thought, often use KMS to fall asleep? No, I, I do listen to a podcast to fall asleep and I kind of know when I'm stopped listening. So then I'll restart it from that point again. You know, when I, don't remember what happened for the rest of the episode. Cause um, I actually find KMS too captivating to fall asleep. It to. is hard. Sometimes I just have to turn it off and just try and sleep because I know I'm going to stay up and listen to it if I keep it on. So that does happen from time to time. A but lot of blind mic stuff is good. If you need to fall asleep. I actually, I, I listen to why are you laughing a lot when I fall asleep? Yeah. Uh, and I'm not trying to be a dick when I say that, but uh, I, something about it helps. It helps. And I do like uh, the, why are you laughing show? But I originally, Thought it was just me, Steve, Kirk, Mike, and Dave in the studio. I had no idea that someone else was in the studio until I arrived, and there was someone else there. And I was just—it kind of threw me for a, for a little bit. Um, but once again, you got to be mentally tough. You, you can't let anything like that uh, distract you. So, start the sh- Dave goes. Hey, since Kirk knows who you are, has a little bit of a history. Why don't you start the show as a producer? Then halfway through. Um, we'll go out, you know, we'll switch. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. No problem. And as you could tell, you know, Kirk was more interested in talking to Steve to start the show um, and, you know, kind of catch up with him because of course Steve's number two on the top 50 list and I'm not even going to crack the top 20,000. So, you know, and then when I did my pitch, it was shitty. It wasn't a good pitch. um, And it kind of just put me in my own mind where I was thinking to myself, I'm like, well, now they don't even want to talk to me because my pitch they said was not good. Um, They didn't think that I was a realistic candidate. So now I'm in my own head while they're talking about uh, Larry Sinclair, the, uh, the the guess the guy who fucked Obama and smoked crack. Um, So once, you know, and once Kirk says, you know, Hey, we need to get an interview, right? The producer always says lock. Well, at least Dave would say that's a lock. So I had the mic in front of me and 
like an idiot, I opened my mouth, my big ass mouth, and I said, that's a lock, really not knowing what I'm locking. And Kirk kind of picked <laughs> up on that pretty easily. Um, so I was just honest. I go, yeah, man, I zoned out. I'm sorry. And he said, get out. And, you know, I'm not, it's his show. He wants me out. That's, that's the way it goes. I'm not going to complain and say that was anyone's fault. It was my own fault. Um, definitely have to stay focused on the task at hand and not really forget what you're doing and think about your own actions, but think about the show itself. So that that's my side of the story. It's, it's honest. Maybe some people won't like it, but that's just the way it is. So firstly, it was a bit of a setup then because uh, no other producer yet has had this sort of offer of, okay, you're going to switch halfway. So, you know, there was an inkling that um, – I mean, I guess there's an inkling that, that they were going to do something to make it interesting to swap over. You know, it would make sense if you fuck yes, up rather I like than keep I said, you on the show for an hour was, and beat, beat the hell out of you the that tweet, they would do to another producer. They just kicked you out. Yeah, the tweet. I mean, matters. you saw the tweet. It says, Steve's going to be late and the pizza guy's producing. It'll suck. So, in, you know, once I see that, that confirms in my head that I'm the producer for the show. So... Like I said, it threw me for a loop. I didn't know it was happening. Uh, Dave told me it was because he wasn't sure if Steve was going to make it or not. So they wanted to have me sit down with Mike, and they are going to have uh, Josh produce the show. Mm. So, wow. And then Steve ended up showing before Kirk, and then that's when we decided to do the half and half. Yeah. Um, but once again, that's 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 the, that's what is what it is, right? You get a chance to, to be the producer on the show, um, and I fucked it up. And that's it. No one else's fault but my own. I guess so. But, I mean, sort of thinking about it, if they'd have kept you around and beat the hell out of you for another hour or two like they would do to the other producers trying out, that could have been fun. You could have reacted to it well and maybe you win them over by the end of the show. But, yeah, I mean, it was a, sounds like you just got lost in your own head there for a while and drifted off at the worst possible time. Yeah, I mean, like like I said, I just – I got in my own head. I was like, God, that kind of – that was a terrible pitch. Like, you, you know, you're really fucking yourself over. And boom, I open my mouth and Kirk just says, get out. And that's the way it is. Uh, not happy about it, but I'm thankful for the opportunity that they gave me. Mm. Uh, so what I think the Minute fans, you know, it's it's all it's half and half with them. Some are calling me an idiot uh, that, you know, I did that. Some are like, hey, man, I get it. So it is what it is. What about um, when he tell, told you to leave? Did you think about putting up a fight? No. No. Like at that point, I was just dem- I was just demoralized. Wow. Uh, so you you had an all time like, um, I, I don't. This is like one of the. It sounds like you're shattered. I mean, you had this opportunity, and I, I don't want to rub it in, but it you know you I think it you feel like you completely blew it. Ah, uh, yeah, I did blow it. But matters, you know what? I still have a good job. Um, I still have good friends. I still have all my hobbies. I still have the show to listen to. Um, yeah, the sun will rise tomorrow morning. The sun will rise tomorrow. And you know what? I, I got to give it a go because um, I, I do have a history with production. You know, I went to college, went to Quinnipiac University, got a bachelor's of science in broadcast journalism, um, worked in television production in the news station for three years. You know, as a part-time producer on a radio show. Um, in the last two years, I've basically just not done any of that. So when Dave said, hey, you want to come into the studio? my mind was more of, all right, this is the last go. 
right? Like if I get this, I'm back in the production game. That's awesome. You know, I get to do what I studied in college makes my mom happy because that's what she wants me to go with. But you know, I gave it a go. It wasn't a good go, but I gave it a go. Would you consider going in again for another shot? If, oh, 100, if, 100%. I, I, I would go in there and get my ass kicked by Kirk 10 times, 100 times. I, I enjoy going in the show. Um, I don't mind being a little bit of a punching bag from time to time, if as long as it's at all in good humor and good fun. I really don't care. That doesn't bother me. Um, with my own friend group, uh, that's kind of the way it is sometimes. And you know, it is what it is. But also at the same time, I had a few friends reach out to me that said, oh, you know, he's just a dick. And I, I, you know, my response back is, yeah, I know that going in. Like, that's who he is on the show. Like, that's what Kirk does. And that's why he's good at what he does, because he's a dick, right? And on the mm, show, that's not a great pitch. But I'm just saying, like, that's just the truth. Mm. That's what I like about him. He, he, he sticks to his guns, and that's the way it is. So I don't see it as a problem. I just see it as I wasn't prepared. That's what I saw it as. Yeah, right. I Well, I think they should give you another go. I mean, Mix had more than enough chances. They got Tommy Quinlan in twice. Um, they, they should definitely give you another go, give you a whole show to prove yourself. You need to work on your pitch for the show. Uh, I mean, I was discussing with, um, you know, Danny and Bill Ricker. He was on Twitter saying that no one is going to the Kirk Minahan network for drops or cuts or anything I mean, what's going on? Uh, so for the show, like meaning like dropping cuts and dropping. Uh, yeah, like Kirk, what do you think about this? Poppy said you should have driven down to Plymouth yourself and really checked it out or, you know, other stuff. Uh, so like for drops, I actually had the drops up ready to go. Um, I was just too nervous because I feel like I was a little too late when they were talking mm. about like Jerry or Blind Mike going to Vegas with his mother. Um, so uh, I just didn't have the drops quick enough, ready to go. But uh, that's one thing I wanted to do. I just guess really didn't get a full show to give it a go. And could you run a whole social media strategy? Um, so if I was going to run the social media strategy, this is how I would run it. Um, I would hire like two to three interns, probably two, two interns. Um, we would start a TikTok. Um, throughout the show, I would tag okay. – I would tag what time I think something's funny, and I would pick about five of them. I'd pick five time, five points in the show where I think it's the funniest thing to post on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter, uh, and then send it to the interns, right, college kids who are looking for to get into it. And I'd say, hey, listen, cut this up. Uh, write me a little something with it to make it, you know, to tag along with it. And if I like it, we'll send it up there, um, and from there we'll move on. And we won't use all five. We'll use three because you don't want to overpost, but you want to post enough where people see the show. They say, oh, that looks kind of funny. I want to listen to that episode. So that's what I would do with that situation. Um, my, can I just jump in there, Joe? Yeah. My thing is that from what I know about TikTok, I think Kirk would go off. Like all you would need is three cuts a day of Kirk being Kirk and yeah, you put them on TikTok and they would just go viral because that's all people want on TikTok yeah. is quick, hot takes. Um, you, know, if, you know, if there was 15 seconds of Kirk telling someone to, you know, go F themselves, you put that on TikTok with a couple of photos of whoever it is and off you go. Yeah. So, I mean, that <laughs> it's easier to do it now, right? Hindsight's twenty twenty. Um, But that would be my strategic plan for the social mm. media avenue. Um, but I, 
I stick by what I said when I said on the show that I like to take a little bit of Dave and a little bit of Steve. You know, I do think that Steve said on the show that Kirk does need someone to bring a little bit of politics into it because that's, of course, important stuff going on. It's interesting, and Kirk usually has a good opinion on it. Um, and also, I do like what Dave does with the Friday guest. I think that's a good staple. I mean, to, you get so many good stories with Cheeks, uh, Shane, uh, the ticket guy, myself. You get a lot of those diamond in the roughs, the Minifans that want that have great stories that Kirk can take and make a great episode out of. So I think you need a good balance of both, whoever the next producer is, whether it be Mick, whether it be Tommy, whether it be Josh, who, by the way, is a really nice guy. I got to talk to him before the show because we were in there by uh, by ourselves for a little bit. Uh, nicest guy. So I mm. have to say that, too. Oh, that's nice. I mean, you're a really nice guy, um, Joe. You know, we, we, we've chatted before. And, um, you know, I'm sorry it went so badly for you today. I think they should give you one more shot. Um uh, yeah, I, I think they should give you another another chance in there and just, uh, yeah, a bit well, of a I, mulligan, so to speak. I, I appreciate that. Thanks for the golf term. <laughs> um, uh, what about some of the other candidates? Who do you think is leading the race at the moment? Augustus. And then do you, do you go on? Uh, he's a little psycho, though. Yes, he is which is on, good, like, but it does it is long term. Is that it too? I mean, the fact that he went to the mall and crawled, he wants it. And yes, and it. yeah, and we've been doing this top fifty minifan um, committee already, and 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 he's full on. Like he's he's you know clearly um, has some mental issues there, and he just sort of runs a million miles an hour and in all different directions. But I think, you know, Kirk wants that madness. He wants mm-hmm. someone with intensity. He wants someone with drive. And I think, I think Montante is a bit of a dark horse. You know, he's, he, he's pretty driven as well. Um, Listen, what do you what, think of What I saw from the technological side of it, it doesn't, it's not going to take uh, very long for him, for Montante to, to do it. And honestly, my personal opinion, I Montante would probably be the best for me and my what I like out of Kirk to go. That that's mm. what I would like the most to see Montante. But Montante, yeah. I do agree, would need a B. Because he's too unorganized, I feel. Yes. So I think um, him, like him and Josh, Josh with Montante, that'd be a dynamic duo. Yeah. And um, I don't even mind the idea of say John Rich just being involved with the social media from a distance and um, working with the producer there. So I, I think there's opportunities. It is fascinating, though. Um, I don't know how long this, you know, I, I said to Kirk online, he needs to start eliminating people f- for it to really matter. Like, I, I think you know, I think Tommy Quinlan should just be eliminated now. I mean, that performance on Monday night was just all-time bad. Like, well, how do way you back worse up, than anything. How do you, you back did. up the first one? I mean, you, you, you went out on top on the first episode. You can't back that up. And then it's thin-skinned, too, so that doesn't help either. No, no. All right, Joe. Well, look, thanks for joining me. I'm in a fandom. Anything else you want to get off your chest before I let you go? I know we're just able to squeeze this in between appointments for both of us, but it's been nice to get your perspective. Um, sounds like you've taken it pretty hard, but um, yoga helped. As I said before, the sun will come up tomorrow. Your mum will still love you. Um, 
I hope. Yeah. Anything else? <laughs> anything nope. else you get? Nope. Um, I just, just going to say I love the Kirk Minahan show. Actually, one thing. people. There's someone that said out there that I was just on the show just to kind of be like to be on it. That's not true at all. I just want that to be known. I, I don't go on the show just to do that, to make a name for myself. I, that's not it. I went on the show because I wanted to be the producer. Um, it just didn't work out. That, that's the last thing I do want to point out. Yeah, well, um, I'm saying save Joe, give him one more chance, and um, let, let's see what he can do, if he can improve on today's performance. Listeners, thanks for tuning in. I just want to reiterate, I would have put this on the network because it's part of the producer race, but we just squeezed this in. I'm out and about, um, but hoping to do some more stuff in the next couple of weeks. Joe, take care, and uh, we'll catch up soon. Have a good one. Yeah! <laughs> he fucked up a man down under. <laughs>